welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people who thought they had been in the darkest places on YouTube because they've been watching nothing but North Korea videos all weekend. But okay. then they got a text this morning about a lady eating a pickle. Okay. And this is Jaren. And this is TJ. And let's get right into it. What is that, dog? How did you find that? Because you told me to watch something with the lady eating a pickle. And it's probably one of the weirdest things I've ever watched on YouTube in my life. Have you ever seen The Ring? I've seen The Ring, yes. I think it's kind of like that. Like, I had to show it to you so I don't die. Oh, so dog, now, where's the love? So you got to pass it on now. <laughs> you got 24 hours. Dog, where's the love, bro? In the ring, you had seven days. Give me some real time, dog. Not 24 hours. Yeah, man, you got to let somebody else watch it now. No, so check this out, listeners. Uh, Jaron hit me and he was like, hey, I sent you this link. Go check it out. And he sent me a bunch of links before, a bunch of pictures. It's usually cool shit to look at. This time, I was weirded out. It's a lady, and she's whispering into the camera, and then <laughs> she starts eating pickles and crunching the pickles into the microphone so you can hear the sounds of the pickle. And as she's chewing and smacking. And she's clicking. She's clicking her. her uh, she also clicks her nails. You would have saw that if you would have kept watching but yeah yeah when she went to the to the next pickle she clicked her nails yeah she did do that it was very weird i thought like like i didn't know what i was watching this morning when i saw it but i got very uncomfortable i didn't know if i should be turned on or if i should be feeling like i was about to get murdered or what was happening no there was nothing there was nothing turning on about that thing man you can definitely I mean, get turned on by the video i don't know how it's a lady she didn't have on no sexy clothes she wasn't trying to be sexy she was eating a pickle maybe the smacking sound yeah that's like, what i'm saying it, like like crunching okay. the pickle i could definitely see people being turned on by that crunching a dude we, we went over this before bite. we we went over this everybody got the they got their things. Got their, I got their it. Things. Everybody got their things. So shout out to the guys who like to listen to women crunch on pickles. Um, maybe smacking noises might turn you on. Like if if you like the oral sex thing, right? Oh, because it's the like you like hearing your woman smack on you. You know, slurping and smacking. I like that. Yeah, that's pretty dope. <laughs> but chewing on a pickle, though, like like she's not. I'm I'm not imagining. I've never been chewed on before. And I've never heard crunching noises during the oral sex session. I just can't relate. So but I'm not going to doubt because it. you haven't heard it. You don't know if you might have liked it, though. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe you cut this video on next time you getting it on with your uh, with your ritual towel. And there you go. So you get your ritual towel. Got to put the towel down. Got to put the towel down. Lay it down. Because you don't want you don't want to be shooting all over the walls or all over the covers. I got kids. You lay your towel you know, down. We, you cut on this yeah, video. Got to keep it clean. <laughs> you cut this video on of this lady whispering and crunching and clicking her nails. It might do something for you. Okay. 
What's you don't it? know what you don't else? know what until else? you see it. What else was it? Oh, okay. So you got to put your towel down, toss on the condom, then you cut on this uh, this video. Yeah, there you go. I ain't worn a condom in a minute, bro. It's, it's been some years now. Using a condom on his wife. I don't get it. <laughs> I didn't want babies, bro. Come on, man. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be. Uh, considerate of the universe man i'm not bringing unwanted babies into the world i was making sure i was catching all my little baby floaters bro just catching them all, all right. and we was putting them away for another day and then when we wanted to have a baby i let it fly and we got pregnant super quick and dylan was born boom and next thing you know it anyway three kids <laughs> there you go <laughs> it was buy one get two free dog i got i got two extras yeah so so man so up until this morning i i had thought i had been in a dark place but that was definitely the yeah. darkest corner of youtube that i've ever been in no dude so check it when you sent me the video and i'm watching this i start thinking about the dark places you told me you've been to and you didn't really go into detail you just talked about how the places were dark mm -hmm. and that's why i want to know how did you find this because you have to be online like you don't find this when you hop on youtube in the first 10 minutes right you've been on youtube for three yeah, hours youtube isn't recommending going, this yeah yeah exactly you've been on youtube for three hours and you're going from from page to page to view to view scrolling all the way down to the bottom of the recommended pages and somehow you found a lady that's chewing on a pickle and she has different pickles too. And she got she's got some she got one that's called oh snap she yeah. had the the vlastic pickles yep. and my favorite if i ever ate pickles the clausen joint and she she picked them up and she was like nah this one don't seem like it's gonna be crunchy and she put that one back so she was like she picked out some more she's like oh okay this is the one like she knew which one is gonna be the crunchy one no nah, that's probably just that that's just for the for the views bro like you, you the you know views she you got two million something views dog I know that's what I'm saying. It's for the views. It's for the I'm viewers. Say, speaking it's of like the nah, views. nah, nah. This one, this one, this one ain't it. This one ain't the crunchy one. Let me get you the real crunchy one. Like she got to play with it a little bit. We talked about that's one of the laws of power. You can't just you can't just give it to them all right there. She pick up a pickle and just bite it. That's definitely turning people show on. Out of it. Like her picking yeah, up the pickles and stuff. Show. Like that was definitely yeah, gonna turn somebody yeah. on. I didn't see we we had a show about these names for these fetish people. Mm -hmm. I didn't see about one that likes to hear crunching sounds or pickle, pickle eaters. Or, yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't see that, that did not come across on my research either. Okay. So. <laughs> anyway, go check that video. Oh, speaking of that, dog, I was Pickle talking to somebody. Uh, Pickle one. Pickleophilia or something. Yeah. Maybe? Probably. Probably. Uh. Uh, pickle filiac or something yeah. filiac yeah. pickle or some something, something like that anyway i had a, a person that was at the job that started listening to our podcast and they were asking about the nra video and we were talking about the video and they were intrigued and they was like man where do i see the video that's at? a dark place like, yeah, too. we talked about it, you can find it on youtube right mm -hmm. and she was like well can you put it in like the description or something and then like i can i can click on it from the description it's like oh that's a pretty good idea i don't know if they'll make it a hyperlink if we put it in like the soundcloud and and itunes description they might not hyperlink it mm, but at least it'll be there and copy it pretty sure they do hyperlink in the description i believe so 
All right, but that was a good idea that she gave. So That's, we might start doing that. So it sounds like it sounds said, like extra work to me. So no, no, no. I mean, if we talk about a cool okay. video, let's put it. So I'll write it down. It. See, there you go. Because so this one's gonna have like a hundred. Like this whole this whole show today is gonna be like nothing but videos. Is it? Yeah, like, well, like all look, the stuff we're talking about. The only one I care, the only one that I care to 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 share is the pickle eating video because I got 24 hours and I don't want to die. Somebody watched this damn video, <laughs> so I'm not the only weirdo. Like I I can't be the last one. I don't want to hold the hot potato. So I'm going to share with all of y'all this lady who's eating pickles inside of, you know, like right next to a microphone so you can hear the crunch and the slurping and the smacking so all right i got it written down pickle video yeah put that down in there man so they can all see so it can add to them two million views shout out to her with those two million views hundred twelve thousand subscribers we're not doing this right bro like we're trying to be thought-provoking we're trying to come up with different ideas and you know give stuff you know give people stuff to think about meanwhile this chick is picking out vlastic pickles I was and trying and pickles and eating them in the mouth. I was trying, but y'all was hating. Like I was trying to like drink my water on the air <laughs> with the ice and the water sounds, but y'all you hating. Did, so shout out to you. I was you, you right I was I was in front of this wave, yeah, but you're right. We missed it now. Yeah, you was gulping the water. You're right, shaking shaking your ice <clears throat> into the mic. You was on it. <laughs> so what I what else I've been on? Um, so. I so a long time ago I I found this uh series um this YouTube channel called Vice. And yep. and Vice for me when I first started watching it, it's a, it's a big deal now, but before it was a big deal. I was watching it and there was just these weird videos about things that I never knew I cared about. So yeah. it might be a video about the Haitian zombie or the yep. suicide forest. Seen it. Or yep. it might be about this man in Kazakhstan that thinks he's Jesus or these people who fuck donkeys. Okay, I didn't see that. Um, I was on board until the guys who screw donkeys. No, or it could be about the uh, the hackers and how they go about hacking your credit. Yep, yep. I thought that was pretty. I good. saw one about the, the Solo Boys or something. It was like these guys in Ghana um, who do the the uh, the internet scams, the email scams. I'm a prince and send me ten thousand dollars, and right. I'll send you eight million. Yep, yep. And so the the um, so go check them out. They're all over YouTube. You just go to Vice or Viceland, right? Right. You can subscribe to their channel. Uh, they had videos on. On, on fake asses mm -hmm. which i thought was a really good one as well so basically the videos that they get is they go places where regular people just can't go right and they talk exactly. to people that regular people can't talk to exactly and they get the insight and the perspective from those people so credit card scammers internet scammers people with fake asses how to buy screw how to buy a nuke a, a black yep, market nuke. like i've seen that on there so they have all that's why it's so intriguing is because it's the stuff they're putting their lives in danger talking to these people who normal everyday people don't get an opportunity to converse with. Right. And so one of these videos that really stood out to me from a long time ago was um, they actually 
traveled to North Korea. And this was back when was it Kim? Uh, I, sh I should have these all name all these other names together. Is it Kim Jong Il? That was that was the father, right? Yeah, it's it's oh okay. And Kim I just know Kim Jong Kim Jong Un, Kim Jong -un is the current one. Kim Jong Il okay. was the the father. It was Kim Jong Un's okay. father. So Kim Kim. So this is back when Kim Jong Il was the uh, leader, the supreme leader of the Democratic People Republic of Korea, aka. How's it North not Korea. treason to go deal with them? Like they're clearly people who we about to like, who we don't get along with. Well, I think and haven't been getting along. I with. think for Shane, Shane, the the uh, founder of Vice, he was the one that actually did this video. I believe he's technically Canadian, so okay. that might be the reason why he can do it. But other people have gone. Um, I don't. I don't think Dennis Rodman. Yeah, went, Dennis right? Rodman, but he went with Vice actually. Oh, and they okay. went they went on and they went with the Globetrotters and they went on some uh um what's it called like it's some humanitarian kind of stuff. Got you. Why do the Globetrotters they watch basketball? Yeah, man, do do they? They had like this uh like ten thousand seat stadium in there. And they had this one basketball they had this one uh, guy who's supposed to be like the tallest basketball player ever. And dude looked like he's almost like eight feet tall. He's he's okay. look kind of frail now, but uh, they said the NBA even kind of wanted to give him a look, but it was some kind of issue about they didn't want him to go because he was from North Korea, basically. Oh, okay. But any and he's probably gonna and he's gonna die soon because that's the fate of all these ultra tall people. Yeah. they have either knee problems or feet problems that become detrimental to their health. And they die. Right. So. But like, dude, like they was, they was, they, they had this, they called it an under 18 team. And so I guess they were like teenagers and these dudes was dunking and everything. And cats were shooting. North Korea? Yeah. Okay. They were shooting, man. It was, they was some of, I mean, the highlights. I mean, they seemed kind of nice though. The score is 110 to 110. Uh. Oh, 110. Nice. All right. <laughs> but uh so so what's the word of north korea right so, now because they've been talking real slick lately well so well hold on because this weekend so right donald trump and kim jong-un have been trading words right war of words uh, uh internet banging uh Facebook banging, social media banging, news banging, whatever you want to call it, but it's a bunch of talk. Go ahead. Yeah, I described it before, like as like that guy who carries the gun and he always he's always busting off shots in the air. Well, Kim, yeah. Kim Jong Un is kind of in North Korea. They're kind of doing exactly that. They've been busting off shots in the air, shooting off rockets. Literally. Yeah, they've been shooting off rockets into the atmosphere or out of the atmosphere and back in. And that yep. kind of stuff. And they're saying they're ready to drop a nuke on, on these boys. They got these 24 kills. Time to drop a nuke. And so... On, on Guam, right? Well, they've... Well, first it was, we just ready to drop this nuke. And Trumpito was like, if you keep doing this, you keep making these threats, it's going to be met with fiery fire... 
fury, fury and fire, fiery and fury, fury. I don't know. Fire, fire and fury, fire like no one has ever fury. seen before. There you go. And big talk from old Donald, from the Donald. And Kim Jong Un pulled up his shirt, showed that nine. It was like, oh, we got a problem. We got a problem. <laughs> and he's like, okay, got a problem here. <laughs> <laughs> he's like okay and he was like all right well guess what in the mid-august we're gonna shoot four rockets they're gonna take 1046 seconds and we're gonna shoot them in the water just outside of guam now what and so trumpeto was like oh well we're gonna crush you basically so okay and I, and I saw a strategist like on Good Morning America that said they, they claim they're going to shoot them in the water. But since we have a base on Guam, since that's technically a U.S. territory, if they accidentally hit Guam, that's going to be an act of war and it's going down. I think I mean, the way they're making the sound is if you shoot the if you shoot, even if it's a t- another test and if it goes over there, it's going to be a problem. But OK. But Guam is just like, damn, what do we do? Like, why, like, yo, why are we getting caught up in this? Like, why are you trying to clap at Lateral us? Lateral damage. <laughs> like, they, they're like, damage. damn, we just sitting here minding our business, eating our, <laughs> eating some soup, and y- y- y'all motherfuckers about to start, like, bringing us in it? I didn't realize. That's what happens when you're the friend of a friend that's somebody else's enemy, dog. You just right. get, you get implemented. Like, yo, you closer to me than these other guys. So I'm going to shoot some missiles your way since y'all so cool and we're going to see what's popping. But the thing is, Guam ain't just a friend of a friend. Guam, I think they said, is about the roughly the size of Chicago. And like 75% of it is made out of military bases. So that's probably not the friend you want to fuck with. Yeah, I would agree. So... People are all worried, myself included. Not necessarily worried. I'm kind of anxious because I, I've never felt like, or since I kind of educated myself on this whole North Korean thing, I haven't necessarily been worried about them because with all the uh, Vice videos I watched, I knew like there's a lot of faking about this place. And they barely eat over they there. They barely eat. They they don't have electricity or gas. They don't have anything to sustain like an actual war. Not not a modern day war. So I never was really worried. But as people, I mean, people, it's the talk really started escalating about this. I decided to educate myself even more about this. Yep. And I've determined that. If we actually start like going into some type of conflict situation with them, they probably won't last more than two weeks. No, I think I think I think it'll be over within two weeks. Yeah, because we're just going to bomb the hell out of them. Well, and then once we get done bombing them, we're going to send ground troops and uh, we're going to send Marines and it's not going to be pretty. Well, I have I have I have my reasons. Here's my reasons. I, I came up with five reasons why this won't last more than two weeks. All right. So first, their naval fleet is obsolete. 
they have like they had uh, i forgot what the numbers were but they have a so no no ships they have ships but they're mostly like patrol vessels they're um they got some they got a few uh submarines but they're old they're loud they run off a of diesel and they were designed like in the 50s and the 60s and so like we will be able to detect them easily and like the uh, right. all their uh naval vessels the range is very short compared to what we have so the water we own them easily we we outclass them there um but what's even more important in uh, today's age is air superiority right yep the air yep well they have about 500 aircrafts on paper is what they say but only half of that fleet is um actually functional um again that's it 500 planes yeah 500 planes that sounds like a lot right but that's really isn't it really isn't no especially no, that doesn't sound especially like since <laughs> what they have are mig-29s which are, which are like old russian jets basically the jets you saw like on like they was training against on top gun well we have the uh next generation uh stealthy f-22s and f-35s those planes will be uh again technically superior uh they're faster they're stealthier we'll own them in the air and i know for a fact we have more than 500 planes i don't even think we would have to i don't think we would have to outnumber them but with the planes at all but yeah we we definitely got more than 500 but we wouldn't need them all because half of theirs probably won't be working no way. Right, right. And they're just crap, you know. Um, so another thing people are all worried about, North Korea has the fourth largest army in the, in, in the, on the planet. Oh, wow. They, said, they okay. say they got a million people ready to go. And they have, I've heard something like three million in the reserves and seven million in reserves. What that means is that's their citizens. The, the, yeah. the regular people are ready yeah, to we're gonna activate we're gonna activate you you're 35 years old you haven't trained in years but we're gonna we're gonna send you out here because you eat fight for the you country. eat sawdust patties but we're gonna activate you to go try to invade the south yeah and when i say they eat sawdust patties that's no that's no exaggeration that's literally what they have to eat they're told to eat that they don't have food um Napoleon is notorious for saying army and army marches on his stomach. These guys are malnourished. They don't have food. Their ammo supplies are limited. Um, they got a lot of people, but they're not going to be as well trained as the South Koreans or the Americans that will be there to help them. Now, unfortunately, okay. I do believe there would be some, you know, heavy casualties on that side. Yeah. Because they'll just start like shooting off ballistic rounds off into the south, right? So people will get hit, but I mean, still will pound them out. Yeah, Nas called them uh, accident murderers. Like you shooting, but you don't mean to kill anybody, but you do. Yeah, yeah. Accident murderers. Yeah, yeah that's what they'll be. Yeah. And um, oh, and finally, they don't have any allies. That will help them at least in a war situation. Like China kind of helps them, and Russia kind of helps them financially and economic economically. 
but they already told him in a war situation nah y'all gotta stop this nuke stuff y'all yeah, doing y'all gotta and, stop and and apparently they love that drake song no new friends no yeah. new friends no new friends no no new <laughs> on the other hand that's that's that hit on the other hand we have japan and south korea ready to go so and guam is ready to hit it well i mean guam is us Guam is U.S. territory, yeah. so that's, I mean, so yeah, so it'll be us coming out of Guam, and then you got South Korea, that they're supposed to have like 500-something thousand soldiers, and then Japan, so. So, strategically, so words, you're saying there's nothing to worry strategically, about. they don't have the resources to go to war in more than a few days. So. You know what? That ego is really, really uh, something that we have to be aware of, whether you're an army general uh, um, a military general or you're just a regular guy walking the street you gotta know when to choose your battles and how to choose your battles and we're probably the strongest fighting force in the world so when you pick that beef you don't want to do it with America really and I'm not trying to be um, arrogant about it but we spend a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of energy into our military. Right. So we not no punks around here. We really not. And they isolated themselves. So who else can they pick a fight with? They're not going to fight China. They don't want it with Japan. They they want to fight. I'm they, actually they, scared they, to fight China. They want to fight South Korea, but they can't <laughs> because we're there. Right. Yeah, you're trying to pick on the little guy. So... You trying to pick on the guy that don't want no trouble. So I'm not sure. So even further than that, though. So they're communists. They're communists there. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Okay. So you were telling me something about people trying to escape there yeah. and how they had to go about escaping. Yeah. So how does that work? So you don't care for Kim Jong Un, right? You didn't care for his daddy. You don't care for the son. Yep. You eating sawdust patties. You want to get the fuck from around there. You want to try to get to America. Or somewhere that you can actually eat real food. Well, it might be genetically modified, but it's better than sawdust patties. Absolutely. You want to eat some food that tastes like food. What do you got to do to do that? Homie? So that's the other big thing. So, yeah, they got a million people ready to fight and seven million in the reserves. None of them want to be there. Nobody wants to live in North Korea. They're They're brainwashed into having to basically praise the Kim regime as gods. And so, and if you say anything that's questioning the Kims or anything like that, you get killed, you get executed in the street or you go to a labor camp. That's so, insane that you have to view a man that bleeds like you bleed. You view him, you have he, who, who has organs like no, you have? No, who has to get no. the same type of testing? No, 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 no. He doesn't bleed. He doesn't. He doesn't have the organs like us. Because you want to know what I, I meant to write this down. But one of the facts that people in Korea actually, North Korea actually believe, is that Kim Jong Il has never taken a shit or he doesn't pee. He doesn't have to. That's how much of a god he is. He doesn't have to use his um. What is it? He doesn't have to excrete any waste from his body because everything that he 
consumes is used as a nutrient. He's a god. That's what you're telling me. Because he's a god, basically. Dude, okay. The 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 grandfather, Kim uh, Kim Jong Sun, Kim Il Sung, he um, he's actually still technically the president. They call him the internal president. He's technically the president of North Korea still. Oh wow. I'm glad we have terms, by the way. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but again, this guy, I mean, he's dead. and He's been dead since like 90-something, and he's still the president. So, terms don't matter. Oh, he's dead? Oh, no, the grandfather's been dead <laughs> longer than that, I think, right? No, the, no. Yeah, the grandfather died like in, like in the early 90s. Kim Jong-il died in the 2000s. So, yeah. So well, like they don't they don't do wills. They like yo, I was the president, and son, you can be the president now. Like they don't do that. You die, and your son becomes the president. Okay, because you said, oh boy, the grandfather's the eternal president. No, yeah, so he's that? still the president. He still leads the country, the country somehow. I don't know. They they look at. I didn't know that. I didn't know that gods die though. Like how do they how do they get past that? He's their eternal leader. Like remember the the game Eternal Champions, you never die. Yeah, but he's dead. Uh, he's a god. That I, doesn't make I, sense. I don't know, man. I mean, old boy doesn't have to use the bathroom, so okay. There's a whole bunch of other crazy stuff. So getting out of North Korea, crazy stuff, right? So you would think the easiest way to go would just to be go walk down to South Korea because that's where everybody wants to go. They still like they don't want to go too far. They don't want to go travel the world. They just want to go to South Korea. So you would think you would just walk down south and cross the border and bam, you're there. Kind of like going from Mexico to United States, right? Yeah, you want to be free, just just cross the border, right? Yeah. Um, it's not that tough to do to go straight down south. I mean, you just have to get past the electric fences and all the guard towers and the three million landmines. Once you get past all of that, though, you're you're free. So they have landmines, dog. Three million. Three million, million landmines. Land so crossing the border that three way. Three million of anything is a lot of anything. Yeah. So you're telling me that there's a field or there's a path. There's a DMZ. To get to North. Yeah, the whole the whole border is like this. Three million, they probably fronting like they fronting everything else though. No, that's not just North Korea that's got those landmines. That's South Korea is putting them down. Oh, cause they don't like North Koreans. Yeah, they don't want them coming coming through. So, oh, so each side was like, I'm gonna put mine, you put yours, and we ain't never fooling with each right. other. So, so the way to get out, they they basically have like an underground railroad. And this is probably the reason okay. why we can't really just bomb them all because nobody, again, like I was saying, nobody wants to be there. And so the way to escape is you have to go north. Um, the northern border is China. So there's like a little river there that you can just walk across. But if the North Korean army sees you, they'll shoot you. So you got to, you know, you got to stay low and hopefully they don't see you, right? So you get to China, you're free. Yay. Okay. Not exactly. Again, China is a friend and they're an ally of North Korea. So 
China actually sends people back. So they would extradite you? They would extradite you back to North Korea, where if it's your first offense, allegedly, they'll just put you into a labor camp. Snitching ass But if it's your second time getting caught, they kill you. And it doesn't just end there. They punish generations. So they would go get your parents. They'll get your wife. They'll get your kids. They'll get your grandkids. And all of them will be put into a labor camp. Oh, if you get caught, right? Like trying to get out, right? If you, yeah, if you get, if you get caught again, um, so you got to go through China, then you got to sneak through China, um, and go south, like towards Laos. So you take like a train ride, it's like a twenty-eight hour, I think, train ride to get to Laos, and then you have to cross like a day or so across like the Laotian jungle until you get to Thailand, and finally, once you're in Thailand, Thailand is cool. They say, all right, you can go ahead and go to South Korea. And that's how you get to South Korea. Then you got to take a plane to South Korea from Thailand. So you got to go way down south just to go fly back up north to South Korea. So you would think like even like the the big upper echelon people. Well, you can't be an upper echelon person who's allowed to travel because they well, what they'll ask you is, hey, do you have a family? And you're like, yeah, I got a wife and kids. I'm like, okay, cool, you can go. Your wife and kids can't go because guess what? Now they're hostages. So if you try to escape, we're killing them. Wow. So That's deep, bro. So uh, there was this one guy who was like really a high up person. He was so high up that he convinced them to let him take his kids. He took his kids and he was like, all right, peace. Never came back. Oh, got out of North yeah, Korea? Yeah, yeah. So that's basically only the only way is to be rich. That's the way so, <laughs> to get out. So did you hear anything about if they attack Guam like with the nuclear um weapon that it could possibly find its way down to California and affect Californians? Man, did you hear anything about from that? From what I understand I heard that. Well from what I understand, if he shoot he he's supposed to have like thirteen to thirty nukes. So or these missiles that can carry nukes. So from what I understand like if he shoots them all off in like our little thad system which is the system that's supposed to be able to shoot down these rockets if yep. those don't work like they're supposed to basically we're going to be living in the united states of florida so <laughs> wait 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 you said basically we're going to be doing what if he shoots all them missiles over we're going to be the united states of florida oh so okay what so those missiles can take out the whole West, they could take out the whole like all the major cities. They say they could reach all the way to Chicago, definitely. So, oh wow! So, um, as far as so, I guess it is a pretty big deal. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, but the thing is, again, they got those those missile defense systems. So hopefully, they can knock it down in a place where it's not like directly over Japan or anything. I know they got them in South yeah. Korea, too, so they probably try to shoot it down right from there. You know what's odd, though? I don't want to stay on this too long. I'm not trying to, like, stretch it out or nothing like that. But so say you got a plan and you want to hit somebody. Why the hell are you telling people I'm going to shoot four missiles at four o'clock on August the 17th? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you really wanted to get down with the get down, you just get down. You wouldn't be talking about when you're going to do it, how you're going to do it, why you're going right. to do it. Right. That's not very strategic, right? I think because it's posturing, dude. 
it's that it's that guy showing that he got that nine in his hip in his belt. Yes, because like why showing that nine? Like he like uh, Doughboy showed his nine when he was on Crenshaw. The Bloods was like, all right, all right, and they walked up the street into their car and they started shooting off the Uzi down the street. They got it, but that's what I'm saying that there was no, so there, there was, was no, no strategy. Well, that's what I'm saying. That strategy didn't work. I mean, they ended up having to run off. They didn't get killed, but it wasn't a very good strategy. Nah. All right. So they're not war geniuses. They they have enough nukes to kill a lot of people, but they're not war geniuses. I, so. I don't think I don't think they really want to do the wars. First of all, them people are gonna quit. Like the, the that massive army they have. Like the only thing they're good for is marching in parades. Essentially, that's pretty much it. You always see them doing their goose stepping thing. It's all fun and games until you got to get the guns out. Like it's cool to be marching and feeling confident, but when you got to get the guns out and people airstriking you and they shooting Moab, they hitting anymore. you with Moabs and shit. Right. Like yeah, it's not the fun and games are gone. Yeah. So, but I think they'll have to be a little strategic. Like we will have to be a little more strategic because you can't just go down laying it down on everybody because they got a lot of poor people who don't want to be there. Hopefully they wouldn't even be messing with them. Just I know they live like in the country parts. They're probably like Pyongyang or whatever the capital is. That's gonna get wiped off the map. It would be my guess. Even though it's like all those buildings are just facades, there's pretty much nobody in those buildings. But yeah. all that, all his museums and shit that he has, that they gonna knock them all down. That they gone. So. All right, and while we're talking about strategy and being strategic and organization, apparently there was some protests over the weekend, right? Right, another uh, somebody was protesting. Uh, some losers were protesting. They lost the war, right? The Confederates. Okay. Yeah. So the Civil War, the <sighs> Unions and the Confederates, the North and the South. There was a fight. And I can't say I know exactly what the fight was about because we'll get some history buff and say it wasn't even about that. It was about this. But at the end of the day, the South, they were all about slavery. The North was all about freedom. The North um, was about was preserving the Union and trying to make sure the South was paying them taxes. That's that's yeah, why the North was really into it. I, yeah, I was about to say in, at the end of the day, it was about money and it was about leverage, right? And so uh, the South lost, man. The Confederates lost, and um, slavery was abolished. And everybody you know, lived happily ever it after. Wasn't that long ago. Huh? <laughs> Said everybody lived happily ever after. Yeah, not exactly. So the general Robert E. Lee, he got a statue up. You know what I'm saying? Because he was riding for the South, and so in the South. He's a god, man. He was riding for them. And that's part of their heritage, apparently. It's kind of like Kim Jong-un. There you go. But there are a lot of people who don't see it that way. There's a lot of people who see that that whole fight represents hate. And that person represents hate. And so they don't want to see that statue floating around anymore because it's a reminder of hate. Right? And in 2017, we're talking about the kinder, gentler thinking about everybody's feelings america well so, it's kind of like having a, a like going to germany and they got a statue of hitler right right that's true that's true and so 
They about to take this thing down, man. General Robert E. Lee statue. They about to take the things down. And they have some protesters out there. And they're well within their right to protest, right? You can have a peaceful protest yep. to uh, to fight against something that's going on to show that you're not happy about what's happening. Regardless of how wrong right? you are, you have your right. You have the right to, assim- uh, to assemble a peaceful protest. Well, a protest was assembled. It wasn't very peaceful. And people got hurt. And true colors were shown. And go ahead. You can take it away, Jaren. What you got? So, I mean, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a peaceful protest. I mean, was it? I think it was unpeaceful because of the counter protesters, right? If the counter protesters didn't pop up, it would have been peaceful. Is that safe to say? Because they wouldn't have nobody to beef with, right? Mm, I, I don't know if that's safe to say. Because, like, say that you're protesting and you don't want something to happen and something starts happening in front of your face. Like, they don't want to see this horse and this man, this general, being removed from this place. And when it starts happening, they might try to stop it or shut it down. So it started off peaceful when nothing was going down. But it it could have gotten a little testy. But definitely with counter protesters there. So if you have people that's protesting one thing and you have people that's countering your protest, obviously they're the opponent, the enemy, and the you're ops. not gonna see eye to eye and things can get <laughs> yeah. They're, they're <laughs> yeah. The yeah, and things things can get you don't see eye to eye and things can get kinda hectic. Well, you know right? you know where the, the, the major problem is here is that I don't know how often this happens, but the counter protest outnumbered far outnumbered the the protesters so think about like something like the mike brown thing there's protesters down here by the thousands yeah now if there were okay. i don't think well i don't think there was any counter protesters but let's say there were they wouldn't have outnumbered the protesters because that many like the people who would have been like blue lives matter it might have been like 50 of them that would have come out Right, right. They wouldn't come out to North County and start trying to, you know, counter protest a situation like that. Okay. So, so, so it might have only so been like a hundred something of these guys. I, I don't think it was really that many of them at all. But the counter pro- the protesters? Of the protesters, but of the white supremacist protesters. That, I don't know if you mentioned that, but the protesters are white supremacists. There was the KKK, yeah. the you know neo-nazis the oh no no hold on hold on hold on hold on let's be clear they have a new word for this now they're white nationalists white nationalists well the i mean the kkk no i think they were that's the third group i think that's the third group actually right it's the alt-right it's the alt-right is like the white nationalist party or whatever yeah the alt-right white nationalists they're kind of intertwined right but I think that them and the KKK sort of fight for the same message. Absolutely. They just don't wear their their robes and stuff. Yeah, yeah they, they don't wear costumes. So um, there's actually a definition outside of the Urban Dictionary. In the Merriam Dictionary, Merriam-Webster, um, it says one group of militant whites who espouse white supremacy and advocate enforced racial segregation. 
So these people, these white nationalists, quote unquote racists, they want segregation. And they're fighting for this statue and this history. Now, let's talk about this a little bit, too. We're talking about this protest where there was a person who died, um, a counter protester who died. And um, there's a lot of there was a lot of injuries out there and there's this ongoing fight. However, what the pro protest is about is that when you take down a statue of this general who fought for the Confederacy and if you want to go against the Confederate flag. That's taking away the South's heritage. It's taking a hit at their. It's taking a stab at their heritage. What is that about? Do you do you understand what that is? Can you empathize, sympathize? Can you relate? Can you understand? Can you feel like okay, I I, I see where they're coming from. Anything? Is there any connection? I don't think so. I mean, I don't think I can relate, and I don't really feel like it's simply a heritage thing. Like, yeah, well, actually, yeah, it can be taken away the heritage of some of the people in the South. Maybe all the people of the South. It is a, a Southern heritage, but it's a heritage of hate that is taken away. Exactly. Is this 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 uh, flag, the bars and stars, has been a symbol of hatred since the Civil War and and after the civil war uh, i mean even before the civil war right yeah even before i mean that their heritage of i'm gonna be lazy i'm gonna employ some people who i'm not gonna pay and i'm gonna make them work for me while i sit back and drink all day and and make business deals and chill out while i beat people to do what i want them to do yeah and show my supremacy over another people just simply based because their color of their skin is different. Right. And as far as like, I don't know what else could you pull out of that? Because like, I know you were saying, we, we kind of discussed this a little bit, you know, just because somebody like somebody came and grabbed the American flag and the KKK was saying, this is our flag. Now this is what represents us you know, we're going to change the meaning of it. Well, that's not exactly what happened with this because let's say the war ended, civil war ended. And well, hold on, hold on. Let, let me, let me, let me expound on that viewpoint a little bit. All right. So let's say that I have a heritage. I'm in the South and I'm happy about my Confederate flag and some groups come along and they grab the flag and they say, this flag represents what we're about. So let's say that I'm a terrorist group in the U S and I go around to other countries and I'm flying the United States flag or even in America, I'm flying the United States flag as a part of my terrorist group. So all, all I does that mean does that mean that because I'm a terrorist and I'm flying the flag that America now has to find a new flag? No, I'm just trying to find it, a way it to does, reason with it, it does if we don't denounce you. So. If the only thing that had to happen was civil war ended, so they got the bars and stars, and they say, "Well, this is a this is our heritage." You know, we we came back and we rebuilt, and you know everything is hunky dory after civil rights. But if they, but at the same time, 
the KKK was running around with the Confederate flag. You got, you know, racists running around pumping up the Confederate flag. If there was non-racist people denouncing that shit, the Confederate flag would not be what it is today. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm with it, that. it would mean I'm it would mean that. something else. They had about 50 years to denounce that shit, but they just let them go and they nobody ever said anything. Not a peep. I'm with that. And that's my viewpoint on it as well. My thought is if there were people out there that's saying that this flag, I mean, you're in the South, right? This is your heritage and people are negatively representing your heritage. If you would say, yo, that flag ain't got nothing to do with that. We don't rock the flag like that. That flag with the bars and stars means you're from the South and you grew up in Alabama and you grew up in Georgia and wherever else in Texas and it's just southern heritage southern hospitality it's about yeah it's yes it's about being hospitable and that's what it's about then we wouldn't be having this conversation but nobody said that nope okay people are letting the kkk ride with this flag people are letting the white nationalist the new euphemism for a racist ride with this flag that flag the nazi flag and the american flag all at once Like wow! Like I saw pictures of that, and that's that's interesting. And and people throwing up the the Hitler hand motion, right? The the hand gesture for Hitler, right? And I mean, that's just hate across the board, bro. That's just not now. You're taking other. You're taking other white people. You're taking Jews. You're throwing them into the and picture. Then, so it's not even just about yeah. And and to say you don't understand it, like okay, so here's a simple way to understand it. They're not flying the the Nazi flag in in Germany. That shit ain't cool. That's not okay. What if it's uh what is it German heritage, right? They say it's illegal. You no, know, I mean it's not German heritage. I mean it, it's German heritage, bro. I I, I mean it's hatred, in, in man. Germany. This is this this is what my family was about. Nah, that's not something they want to fuck with. That was something that put a very dark there was a dark place in their in their history. So, just like slavery is a dark place in in American history, nobody wants to see Why that damn flag. Why is there flag. no fight? And see, and people people talk about that that black people pull a race card, right? And this is there's people who do this better than us, right? There's people who Jewish study people. this, who live this. <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm saying, there's people who study this, who live this, who can say all the right words and know all the reasons why this ain't right. So there's people out here who do this better than us. But the fact is, is that why is there nobody standing up to say, hey, man, slavery was really bad. It was wrong. And um, we're not going to we're going to we're not going to let that flag fly. And, you know, General General Robert, he he's no good. And what he was fighting for wasn't the right thing. So I see that that America's at least trying to stand up and. There was a vote and we're going to take that we're going to take that that statue down. But you got all of these white nationalists, as they call them. And it's fair. They get to protest. But man, they're protesting for a hate. That's crazy to me. That's crazy. And well, yeah, and it seems pretty obvious, right, that they're protesting for hate. But 
Like, I don't know like, why it was so hard for, say, uh, Trumpito to understand that. You know like, what? He didn't denounce it wanna... right away. He didn't. And this is this is what the problem is. He was talking about. This is why people, you know, he condemns violence on many sides. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah. You got to understand that violence is wrong on all sides. You know, everybody's lives matter. That that type of rhetoric. No, nah, not in this situation, had, bro. <laughs> yeah. Ha- had that been had that been Obama in office day one, there would have been some type of announcement out there. Had that been Bernie, had that been Hillary. I know that there have been some type of talks about it, but in a certain way. And I've talked about this on previous podcasts, bro. You was trying to tell me that I'm just I'm talking crazy. But this is the shit that starts race wars, bro. This is the shit that's going to start the race war. It's little stuff like this. The fact that the president, the leader of the free world. Is allowing in his country. People. To to display overt racism or uh, display overt hate. Against other groups. Well, he eventually that's, denounced that's, that's it. That's insane to me. He eventually denounced it. It took him a couple of days. So somebody twisted his arm. Yeah, somebody twisted his arm and told they him. They called like, him out on that many side stuff. Like they was like, "Nah, bro, you can't say many sides. You have to like. Why is he not coming right out and denouncing the KKK, neo Nazis, white nationalists by name?" And he finally, you know he what, finally dog? did that. Like you said, they twisted you know his what, arm dog? to do you it. You know what's dog? interesting? You know what's interesting? And my wife, my wife brought this to my attention. I didn't think of it this way. Maybe some of the listeners did. But we have people like JFK. We have people like Martin Luther King. We have people like Mount Malcolm X, who was trying to bring people together. They're all dead. They were assassinated. Meanwhile, the KKK. Do they seem untouchable to you, dog? Like nobody's killing their leaders, the Grand Wizard or none of that. Nobody's touching them. And so while people are saying that African-American people pull the race card and all we talk about is how we're wrong done. We need to let that go. We had a black president. Leave it alone. Like people who were fighting for fairness are dead. Meanwhile, hate groups like the KKK, their leaders aren't dying. And that just lets you know. That the people who are controlling a lot of what's going on, they're for whatever the KKK is doing. Nobody's tried to shut that group down. Like the Black Panthers, bro, shut down. Well, the government did that. I mean. I'm saying the government shut them down. How come the government's not shutting down the KKK? Because the KKK, I mean, let's not get it messed up here. The, the, The news is glorifying all of this shit. They're, they're putting a shine on it. The KKK isn't as big of an issue as the news made it out to be this weekend. The KKK ain't out here hanging people every night. Like, that just doesn't happen. Their numbers, I think last time they checked was... Uh, I forget what it was, but it was something very small. Like, a thousand people or something. It wasn't very. It wasn't a lot of people in the KKK. So, to have to, like, go in and shut them down... It's not necessarily even necessary, I don't think, anymore. I'm talking about in the 40s, 50s, and 60s when they was riding real When they was hard. hanging? When when the FBI was hanging niggas? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, well, I mean, there you have it. 
Lyndon Johnson okay. didn't have no problem against the white people. He had a problem against the white got black it. people. Yeah, I got like, it. That's who was in power. You can't, you can't, you couldn't expect nothing like that in the Civil War time. Plus, one of your leaders that you just mentioned, Martin Luther King, wasn't talking about going and killing their leaders off. Malcolm X, towards the end of his life, definitely wasn't talking about wiping them out either. So they no, was they no, was on some I'm peace saying, shit. These people were, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But they get wiped out. Meanwhile, the KKK is running around hanging people. And and the fact is, is that you're talking about the KKK isn't as big as what they're making it. You know what it what what it could be made to be. The fact is, the KKK is not the word no more, dog. You don't want to be under a mask. Why not just put on some khakis and a white polo and call yourself a nationalist? Why not do that? And it's a euphemism. It's it's cool now. It's a cooler thing oh, to I say. Get it, but I'm a white nationalist. But I mean, so they, again, this I guess times have changed. I mean, you still not like when is a white any kind of leader been killed? I mean, not, I mean not by no black people. Like Kennedy, Kennedy got killed by another white guy. Lincoln was yeah. killed by a white guy. I mean, so it's white people killing him, but it's not like somebody went. I mean, they tried Reagan, but that was a white guy too. Yep. So. Well, outside of Reagan, those other two you talking about, they they seem like they was kind of riding for black people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, 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 I'm just, no, I'm just I'm just saying the people. Well, right, the people who were white that got killed, they were like you said, riding for black people. Yeah. But you don't. You never hear about black people killing white people like that that just doesn't happen so check this out man i was having a conversation with a family friend one of my homeboys named steve he's an older guy he's doing very well for himself um he's not an elitist he's not the one percent but he's definitely upper class in comparison to uh, a lot of people that's running around here okay and so we talked about a lot of race issues um we talked about the n-word we talked about the use of the n-word we talked about uh, gangs. We talked about music, black music, hip hop. One thing we talked about is that uh, I'm conflicted when I see and this is two weeks ago. This is before this shit popped off. I'm conflicted about seeing Confederate flags around. And he was asking me why. This is a white guy. He's an older white man. He's probably like 50. Have you talked to him this week? Very young for his age, though. No, I haven't talked to him this weekend yet. I'm waiting till things play out. I'm giving him time to be able to watch TV. He's a busy man. He yeah. got his own business. And so I want to make sure he catches it. I don't want to go to him too early. Okay. But about two weeks ago, I was telling him that I feel some kind of way about the Confederate flag. And it, it makes me feel like that that's a form of overt racism, trying to fly that flag and talk about his heritage because I don't know any positive that's come out of that flag. And he told me, he said, hey, man, and that, like this is a this is a white guy who's doing pretty well for himself. He's taking care of his family. He has his own business. He makes a lot of money. He's doing well. So maybe he doesn't watch the news a whole lot. I mean, the news is depressing as it is. Um, But he told me I was me and people like me. And he wasn't saying it like black people, but people who are thinking into this maybe overreacting i mean these people are just southerners and they're happy about their their heritage and i don't think that that's a way to display that they're racist is what 
he expressed to me. He felt like that maybe people are overlooking into this flag. And I was trying to hear him out. And I try to be objective when I talk to people. Like when I get my viewpoint, I try to talk to many different people from many different perspectives and try to get my viewpoint so it's a well-rounded view. And I was actually thinking, it's like, well, am I overreacting? Because I see a Confederate flag, okay, maybe there is something to the heritage. But you know what? I'm going to go up and look up what positives you get from being a representative of the Confederates, okay? What, what type of heritage are you really riding for? What are you looking for? And two weeks later, this shit happens where there's a statue that wants to be taken down. There's these white young males. They call themselves white nationalists. And they're going around terrorizing. And when I say terrorizing, I mean, there's video of them going up against the police. So in all this conversation that I've had and all this news is popping out, I feel like it's played out exactly the way I thought it would. The fight for Confederate heritage and what it represents, it brings out the racist in people. And I can't wait to talk to him again, to my homeboy, Steve. To see what his viewpoint is on what's going on right now. And all these quote unquote white nationalists coming out and and spreading their racist view and acting on their racist views. Yeah, they ran over a person and killed right. her. A counter protester got ran over. They They ran down more than just her that she just happened to be the one that got killed, but... I mean, it was almost, you know, a couple of dozen people that got ran over. They had complete disregard for, you know, if there were children in the group or anything. Duh, I tried to do. Not I that issue. I don't, I, I don't do think you should have your child at a protest personally, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a dangerous place. Shit could pop off at a protest. If you've never been to a protest before, listeners, and I can't say that I've been to one, but I've seen a few on TV. Um. It could go down because you're saying that you're not going to do something or you're not going to comply to what a lot of people want you to comply with. That's why it's a protest. And either people are going to try to put you in order because they feel like you're out of order or people are going to protest whatever you're trying to fight for because they don't believe what you believe. So children at a protest, I wouldn't I wouldn't agree with that. Especially when the night before they had already been banging and they had pepper spray and stuff going down. So, I mean, knowing that it has the potential to go there, probably shouldn't have your kids there. But still, you shouldn't be also you shouldn't be taking your your Dodge Challenger and or Charger or whatever and running down a group of people. Yeah, I mean, any fight, you shouldn't take your kids to a fight in general. You shouldn't take your kids along for a fight in a protest. It's supposed to be a nonviolent fight. But as we know. Things could change and things could get not things can get very violent really quickly. So don't take your kids to a protest. Um, at the end of the day, man, I feel like I, I tried to do a search on the pros of riding for the Confederate flag. What heritage are they talking about? And I tried to be objective. I tried to open my mind, and all I saw was shit like white history maintaining white history and making sure white history doesn't get erased and representing for you know the south 
That's all I really saw. I didn't see really anything positive that was true positivity. But there's a whole lot of hatred behind that flag and what it represents. Oh, I got something positive. So for I don't it. understand how people can even stand outside and try to fight for that. I got. I, I have one positive thing about it. Um, Lil John and the East Side Boys on their first album, they had the Confederate flag on there. Okay. In that song, I mean, like that was the album with Bia Bia and stuff. So that was a really yeah. good album. Okay, so the Confederate flag went platinum. <laughs> In other yeah. words, that's what you got. Um. Yeah. Pretty much. I don't. I don't know. I don't right. know. That's any not other, good enough. Uh, Dukes of Hazard. They had the Confederate flag on top of the uh, General Lee. Does uh rocking a Confederate flag make you a racist automatically? Can it? Can you? Can you view that as an act of overt racism when you see that flag? I don't. Fly that flag I don't know, out? man. Because again, <clears throat> like I haven't watched. Like I remember being a kid and like seeing Dukes of Hazard come on sometimes. All I knew is that they had an orange car. They were sliding that bitch around in the dirt, and they was jumping over stuff and having a good old time. I didn't know no. anything about the flag that they had on the car. Now I would have to go look at it again. I don't know if they had like some racist stuff going on on that show. I I would like to say I doubt it, but I, I just haven't seen it in so long. But assuming they didn't, well, in that case, no, there wasn't nothing wrong with that car. There was just two white guys jumping in the car. They was having a good ass time jumping in the car. What was it? Was there underlying message in that though? That's How what many I'm, black people was in that show. That's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't remember at all. I just remember them jumping through the window. They didn't open the doors of the car. They just jumped through the window, like when they had to hurry up and get somewhere. And I remember thinking yeah. that was dope. Well, and so that I guess that's what I'm saying. And maybe I can't empathize because I'm not from the South. I'm from the Midwest, so maybe I can't understand. And it, the car was called the General Lee. Why don't you see? Why don't you just pick a flag that represents the entire America, the entire North American nation? And if you want to be proud of something, be proud of the nation, not just a small piece of the nation that had all this negativity going on and perpetuating that negativity. Why not just fly an American flag? You're an American first, you're not a southerner first. So about that, so is that what you feel like you are? You because um, actually the president mentioned that that you know that we are Americans first. Okay, I didn't see that. I was just thinking about not. I mean, okay, you, there's a lot of things that are offensive to people that people want to do, like like smoking. Smoking is offensive. The byproduct of smoking a cigarette is there's smoke that can fly in my face it doesn't smell good it's not easy to breathe some people get sick from it some people have allergic reactions from it and, and some so, people don't mind why yeah while you're affecting your life and fucking up your lungs right you're bothering other people with with your offensive smoke right so why not smoke you can smoke if you want to kill yourself if you want to but do it in peace and do it without bothering nobody else Okay, so driving around on a car with a car with the with the Confederate flag, you're not necessarily bothering anybody. You're doing it in peace. You are because it's an offensive symbol. That that, that symbol is a, is a reminder 
of something that happened to families that that were related to you. It's offensive. It's not making me cough, though. <laughs> but it's offensive. Like, it makes it's you... Me, it's like, even worse than coughing. Because, like, the coughing... Once you start coughing, you can get out of dodge, right? You can try to get out of the out of the downwind of that person who's smoking. But seeing those flags posted up around the place, that can give you hypertension. But it, it, I guess it just it just depends on again since it wasn't denounced. Like I'm thinking back to the North Korea thing. So let's say this North Korea thing happens, they take out you know who they need to take out. Korea is unified. The people from the north. We'll have to get reprogrammed, but should they not be proud that they survived the North, living in the North? Um, I understand it's, it's no, slightly you different. Don't, you don't. I understand it's slightly different. Okay, because I'm gonna say you don't fly a flag because you're proud that you survived what that what those people from that flag did to you. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's like, yeah. That's like you get being kidnapped. Well, and raped. but think about like and people, once you get free, from you change hood. your name to your kidnapper's name because you want the name to live on. Think about people from the hood, though. They proud to be from the hood, even though the hood has been fucking them up their entire life. They're proud to have come from it and survived. Okay. They they're proud to have come from the shit, and you know have survived that. Even if they haven't, even if they didn't grow up to be you know rich or anything yeah that's because kind of society makes it cool though there's certain there's certain groups of people who makes it cool to be from that so 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 korea gets unified and everybody gets blended in they be like damn you from north korea wow like yeah i made it but i'm not flying no flag though maybe you are like, i don't know pe- people, I mean, because because uh, from i understand they are still treated differently they're basically like what Mexicans are to the United States in okay. South Korea. The North Koreans that made it to South Korea, they're they're yeah. basically that. They they're welcome, but they are still kind of treated as kind of like outcasts. They're kind of yep. a lower class. And there's people. no respect there, and, so, and they do a lot of the work. So that other when you talk about do. eight million of them now being mixed in, they're gonna have some still some segregation they're gonna have north korean community still and that kind of thing and you know what speaking speaking of that i want to clear that up too because there's a lot of people who who denounce and who are disappointed and who are in fear of and who are unhappy with black people that express that they're proud of being black right they're mm-hmm. the black pride is somehow showing negativity towards whites or some shit like that well there's a clear difference like these white nationalists they're all for segregation and they want to segregate because of the race and it's one thing to want to say that i want to preserve my race i want to make sure that you know the black race is preserved and i want to make sure that the white race is preserved fine you can you can you can talk about that whatever it's cool that you want to ride for your race, but segregation to do that is downing other people. And you're not doing it in a way to say, hey, you know, I just like white people and I want white people to continue on. I just want black people to continue on. It's more like black people aren't on our level 
or Mexican people or Hispanic people or Asian people on, on our level. We want to be the supreme race. And so we're going to continue to be the supremacy here. And by, you know, the only way to do that is making these moves. Not to mention that's talk of hatred. not to mention they didn't have to go through the whole um, being told you wasn't shit phase. Yeah. Like and told that you're ugly and that you're still not beautiful enough to be on TV and get, you know, the magazine covers or, you know, have your your movies acknowledged at the award ceremonies or whatever. No, but you know. I get it, though. I can feel I get how you can feel jilted, though, because, OK, I'm a white guy. I was born in 19, let's just say 80. OK, I had nothing to do with putting black people back. I had nothing to do with um with with no i'm saying i'm saying right now though i'm saying right now though that that stuff still exists though it does but if if i was born in 1980 and i and i had nothing to do with any of that i can see how it can be annoying to can to constantly be reminded you do Um, now though no no i'm talking about so let's go back to like the movie like oscars or whatever you're on the oscar you know, you're on the academy. You you pick who wins, and you constantly are picking like the white movies or whatever. You are still doing that, even if there was a movie that was super dope that came out that you know uh, straight out of content that did all kinds of great numbers was a great movie or whatever. And you but maybe it it's only super dope because you relate to it. Maybe I'm a white guy. I don't relate to the movie, so it's not super dope. But to that's me. the it's whole thing. Good. That's the whole issue is that you're the majority. I mean, it's not about relating. It's about a good damn movie. I didn't relate to the damn Titanic, but I can recognize it's a good movie. I don't relate to Aliens, but it's a good movie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. Or Star Wars yeah. and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, right. like, they don't relate to none of that. So... So I mean that's 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 why that person still has to hear about it because the the so while we're on the, the topic inequality is still exists to say, is is it segregation <clears throat> is it perpetuating segregation to say that all right well since the white award shows aren't going to recognize me I'm going to make my own show and it's going to recognize black people only is that perpetuating segregation um, I don't think depending on what the segregation is i don't think there's a problem with it we're talking movie awards all right there's a there's a there's an oscars that's that's the movie one with with the with the movie with the whole movie slash music awards i don't have a problem with being like fuck it y'all not recognizing us so we have to go make our own because we can't win we can't win so when you make there's no reason so when you make your own like how do we live in a world where color purple didn't win movie of the year in some movie uh, that we don't even know, that's not celeb- nearly as celebrated as that movie, one over Color Purple. Gotcha. I feel that. So when you make this other award show to to give um, black filmmakers and actors and actresses a chance, yes. Do you recognize everybody, or do you just recognize black people? I would recognize the people that we're also riding for black people. So if there's a if there's a white actor that was a part of a black project, obviously he's going to win the the award. Why not? No, okay. So let's say you said you recognize Titanic as a as a great movie, 
let's say Titanic was out and some other black movies is out. This is the black award show because white people aren't recognizing black So what, put, so put Titanic in the running and then let Soul Plane win do over you, it? Just, just, just because it's Titanic black? Titanic is proper due? No, because you, Titanic. No, because win. Titanic's gonna get his proper due regardless. It doesn't need. It doesn't like me being a minority giving it props doesn't give it any more power. It's the majority that gives it its power. All right, so I'm kind of conflicted about that because if I make an award, I'm just saying show, that's how that's it works. You can be conflicted all you want. That's just the way it works, though. No, I get it. But what I'm saying is, is that if I made an award show. I feel like, well, since other award shows aren't even, I'm going to make an award show that's even versus I'm going to make an award show that's going to celebrate just black people because I feel like the other award shows only celebrate But black Okay, people. okay. So here's the issue with that. So let's say movie of the year, you only get five nominations. You only get five movies to be nominated. So I made, uh, I just so happened to make menace to society the same year that boys in the hood came out yeah boys in the hood sweeping the shit well okay if titanic was also there maybe i don't even get the nomination now because it maybe it took my spot i won't even get the look like like for these people the nominations are a big deal too like that goes on their wikipedia you know what I'm saying? That goes on there on, on, on yeah. you know I'm Grammy nominated. Yeah. I'm so Oscar so nominated. so I feel like no, you shouldn't include a movie like Titanic that had nothing but white people on it. They didn't even have black people serving food on that show. I mean on that movie. So why would that be in there taking a spot for a nomination? Even if it even if you say you're not gonna let it win, like it just seems like it's just wasting the spot for a person who could have gotten that nomination look to add to their credentials. I guess my problem is is that <clears throat> it's just adding to what people want anyway. So if I'm Oscar so white and I'm only recognizing white, I'm leaving out the black, the brown, and the Asian folk. I'm leaving them out, right? Because I only see that white movies are the best. If I go to make an Asian movie award, and then I start making a I'm black sure they have an Asian movie. movie award. I'm sure they have an Asian movie awards. And they probably do. I've never seen. But all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, is perpetuating the separation. It's it's further so? going to say. No, it's not perpetuating. You know Since y'all are separating it, we gonna keep separating. Who cares? And I mean, like, like why, why should I care about that if I've been getting discriminated against all this time? It's not for me to go and make shit equal. It's for the people who's been discriminated against me to make it equal. I can't fix the, what they've been fucking up all this time. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, well, if you're going to do it... We kind of talked about this before, and, I feel. And make, and make your award more prestigious than their award. I feel like we talked about this before. But... Um, but no, I mean, that's, that's for... That's like... You can't... Make the wolf... Not be a wolf. I mean, that's just what they are. Like, you can stop fucking with them, like we're not i mean sheep don't integrate with wolves okay so let them have See, let them no, that's let them, let them do that, them these are, these are, these are totally <coughs> let them, different let them do them animals. let them do them and let us do us i don't think there's a problem with that like do we we never got to talk about that one show did we uh the black um black america versus confederate 
Oh no, we didn't talk about that. Um, but Black America, the premise is supposed to be that Black people got Alabama, Mississippi, and Georgia, or something like that, for as part of the reparations after the Civil War. Okay. I don't see anything wrong with that. That's what they did for like the Indians or the Native Americans. They gave you your peace so you can have your own economy and stuff. Yeah, but they played them multiple times over. They're like, yo, we're going to give you this land. Yeah, oh, wait, wait, yeah wait, they, wait. I mean, they definitely fucked take... them over, but they at least did something. Okay. I got you. I feel that. I guess I guess all I'm saying is, is that if it's kind of like, I, I think it was one of the laws. We Oh, we just talked about the mirror effect in one of the laws, right? Uh, law 44. Mm-hmm. We talked about the mirror effect. Uh, and on our power cast go check it out it's super dope we drop it on Fridays anyway we were talking about if you try to the tit for tat game because that's the moral mirror effect mm-hmm. where somebody does something to you and you do it back to them to show them how fucked up it was right mm-hmm. well if we go out and say you know what you got your award show Oscar so white well we're, we're going to make an award show that separates and recognizes black people in doing that we're continue on the separation like if white people say that i want water fountains for whites only you're you're missing a critical point here what's the critical point i'm missing because in your mirror in your mirror mirror, uh effect thing that's people that are on an equal playing field that's not people who are so-called below there's not a majority and a minority in that situation. So like, okay. like, so that person, that the fact that person has the power to even be able to mirror is better. Like that means they're on the same level at the very least. We're not on the same level. Like as far as like the playing field goes, we're, we don't, we don't have that kind of control to make things equal. Like why the fuck do we have to even have to do this stuff? Why don't they fix it to where they nominate people equally and give you know the the movie makers the money to make the the projects they want to do and that kind of thing like yeah we get a little uh a little a little a little handout every now and then we got you know insecure and you know oh they got their black president yeah we got no i get it but it's 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 still not equal the fact that you have to even say that is still not equal dude I, I get that and it's the sucky part where you got to take the high road all the fucking time and it's it's disappointing that the the minority the people who got fucked over they got to take the high road all the time i get that it's, it's not fair but if you want to fix it and make it better when you while you're taking the high road you don't do you don't stoop to the level and do exactly what they do is all I'm how saying. do you fix Malcolm i'm not gonna i'm not gonna make an award show that's just gonna award black people i'm gonna make an award show that's gonna do the shit fairly and actually look at both sides of it and say y'all some dickheads because all y'all do is look at white shows as if black hispanic asian shows aren't good enough native american shows but again you're now pushing somebody out the slot for the nomination for somebody that's getting a nomination who's going to get an award that's way more prestigious than your little bet award but I'm not thinking about that though. I'm thinking of well, creating something think of bigger that. though. That's a short side. You gotta That's think short of that. side. No, no, no. I'm saying like if you put everybody in there, you put you put everybody in in this BET award now. Now since since we're the we're the sheep, but we want to make sure the the wolves feel okay. So 
we're going to include you on our BET awards. But again, now you're pushing out that other, that little guy from getting a nomination for a movie that has been nominated on the super big level, on the supreme level. Duh, I don't agree with the wolf and the sheep analogy, bro, because that's that's saying that we're in that's saying that somebody's inferior. I'm saying the majority wolf is and minority and tougher. But I'm I'm not. I would look at it as more as the white swan and the black swan. You're just a different color. You're still a fucking swan. You look like the ugly duckling. That's how you're treated, but you're still the same. It's not that. That's though. that's what that's I'm not, saying. That's not. That's not. You you can look at it in this u- utopic way, but that's just not the way it is. That's not the reality. We don't ever get to that reality unless we start creating a reality. Is all I'm saying. That's what the BET Awards is. So 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 yeah. I win. And, and, so, B, and BT and BT they award white people too. So let's let's say I won the BT award. So now at least I won something on that level. Now I can be considered for being at least nominated and looked at a second time to be at the Grammys or the uh, Oscars or whatever. See, I'm just saying that it, it shouldn't be even if black people go on and do it and try to say, you know what, white people aren't recognizing us. We need to recognize us. You're right. We do need to recognize us, but recognize us in a fair way. If fucking Titanic is better, give them the fucking award. Then. Titanic's a great movie. If nobody else is being fair, then go ahead and give them the award. Titanic's a great movie, but I'm sure something else came out that year that probably wasn't better than Titanic. I mean, Titanic's one of the greats, so that's probably not the best example to be taught. That's not the best movie to be taught. No, no, no. It is. It is, though. It is, though. Because I want to say that if it's that great of a movie, it should surpass the color line. And even if black people have an award show, if that shit was the hottest thing to come out, it should get the award, even on BET. And white people have gotten awards on BET, so they're kind of doing something. But again, but again, but the movie, if the movie, like if the black movie wasn't even nominated, though, like what, what, what lost to Titanic? You know what I'm saying? I'm sure we can go look at that. But I'm curious about what lost to Titanic. And then that's what I'm saying. And then what black movie came out that year that wasn't even nominated at the same time? Just because it was a black oh, movie, yeah, that'll take a little. You know what I'm more saying? More like Waiting to Excel might have came out that year. Waiting to Excel yeah. was a great movie, but it maybe, was. but maybe it wasn't nominated. Yeah, maybe you're you're right about that, and maybe part of it is that the voting might be skewed. It might be uneven because where you know uh, Joe Crawley might not understand Waiting to Excel for his greatness somebody should have been on the board to be able to fight for it to say if they even marcus. came out at the same time did Titanic come out in 95 i think eight <laughs> wait next came out in 95. marcus it came out in 97 but marcus should have oh, been okay. on the panel like yo uh now waiting excel though yeah see he wasn't yeah. there though they, they, they don't even got him in there well back then they didn't i think they got they got a couple of marcuses now uh-huh. they got a couple of marcuses now Marcus need to uh, say something, man. <laughs> and hopefully Marcus is riding for us, too. Like, if you do get on a committee and you're the token black guy just to say that they got a black guy, you got to ride hard. You got to find a reason to put waiting to exhale against Titanic. You got to come up with something out of the box. You can't just go and say, yeah, yeah, all right, all right, Titanic. You at least got to put up a fight for us. It's your responsibility, token black guy.
<laughs> I'm trying to try to look real quick at these awards. I don't think I'm gonna be able to figure it out. No, no, no. I don't. I don't want the listeners waiting too long. Yeah. So go look it up. Go look it up yourself, listeners. What else? Oh, came no, I can't see. Hold on, real, real quick. Here's one. So best picture, Titanic won. Um, as good as it gets, lost. The Full Monty, Good Will Hunting, and L.A. Confidential. Wow, those weren't even the same classes. Uh, Titanic. I wonder what black movies came out that year. In that, because L.A. Confidential, Good Will, Good Will Hunting was dope. It was cool, but it wasn't on Titanic's level. So it was clear that Titanic Jackie was Brown better. came out that year. Okay, Jackie Brown. Now, was super dope. now, oh, Amistad came out that year. Amistad was super deep. It should have been. It should have been over L.A. Confidential. I'm looking at Amistad now. Jackie Brown. Yeah, I wouldn't say that was uh, best picture worthy. What did I just say? I said Jackie Brown is not. Amistad should have been in there. Boogie Nights came out yeah, that it year too. Been there. Um, what, what's the one Monty? Uh, full. The full Monty. What, what's full Monty? Right. Yeah. Um, I don't remember seeing that as an adult, but my memory of the movie is that Amistad was better than that. Yeah. I'll have to see Full Monty. So that's all I'm saying. Now, <clears throat> yeah, it's a slave movie. That wasn't when slave movies was hot, though. But it's a slave movie. Oh, wow. The Sweet Hereafter came out then. Huh. Who? This book I read, The Sweet Hereafter. Oh. Uh, Amistad. So, so best cine- cine- cinematography titanic one nominees amistad was one of the nominees there but for best picture okay. it didn't get the the look right it didn't get it didn't even get in the in the game it was just a nominee gattaca came out that year gattaca was dope i don't know if you ever seen that is that the one with, oh no i'm thinking of gothica that's the one no nah, gattaca right? is like they like in the future okay I didn't so so but there's a great example though amistad for best wheel or best best picture amistad was out this same the same year it didn't even get nominated i don't know what yeah, now clear, now, clear now, now i can't i can't ride for it because i had never seen these other movies that were nominated and lost so i really can't ride for it so this i just can't on this one but i know amistad uh, was good yeah, it was better than L.A. Confidential, and I believe I had to see Full Monty as an adult, but I believe it was better than Full Monty, too. But it didn't get a look, for real. Okay. All right, I get it. Um, white nationalists, you're racist, and you're cool. I'm cool with trying to preserve a race and trying to keep heritage and trying to keep culture and all that, but you ain't got to denounce others and make others feel inferior to do that. Spend time bigging yourself up versus trying to put others down. I'm with bigging yourself up. But you ain't got to talk about other people and make them feel less than themselves. That's why. And that's why you're racist. But go ahead. What, me? Huh? You said you said go ahead? Yeah, did you have something? Oh, nah. <laughs> what are you tossing it to me for? No, no, no. I was throwing up the alley just in case you wanted to go oh, in. Oh, man. Like, I wasn't even ready, man. I was, I was like. Oh, sorry. I was like nah, doc, putting the chalk on my hands still, man. And you. No, nah, I was in my zone. I was in my zone. <laughs> so check it. I was talking to uh, the credit card company and um, I made a mistake, man. I was late on my credit card payment. I was out with some with, with the homeboy, Steve, and 
we had seven 16 year olds that we took out for his son's birthday and we went on the water he has a boat it's dope we was riding a boat we rode some jet skis it was going 50 miles an hour it was super cool and i forgot i was having so much fun i forgot to pay my credit card on time and so i called them up because the thing that i'm freaked out about is my interest you know if you don't pay your credit card on time you default your interest rate whatever you got Mm -hmm. and they'll they'll hit you with a fucking 45 (laughs) percent apr if you default right so i called them up and they was like yo you didn't you you know you don't do this often so we didn't even touch your interest yeah you just have a 30 dollar a 36 dollar a late charge and i was like look check this out i'm cool with paying my late charge but you know because i was wrong but the fact is I don't want my interest to go up. And I, I was cool. I was smooth sailing. And then I got off the phone, dog. And I was like, you know what? I'm not late often. Why the fuck should I pay $36? I'm calling them back. So I called them back and I was like, hey, check this out. I was late, but I don't do this often. And I want to know what you can do for me to waive this fee, man. I, I mean, I, I'm going to make the payment right now. I know I'm a couple of days late. But what can you help me with the $36 late fee? He's like, oh, let me take a look into that. Yeah, so I'm able to waive that for you, and uh, you just go ahead and make the payment, and we're good. And so it made me think, man. I just want to let people know, don't be afraid to ask for reverse charges. Don't be afraid to get those charges reversed. Because I almost paid $40 because I was a couple days tardy. Forget that, man. There's a lot of suckers out there who just pay it. And I was about to be one of those suckers because I felt bad because I was a couple days late. Dude, they're robbing me with the interest that they're trying to charge anyway. They don't care about that $36. So let another sucker pay that. Don't ever be afraid or too shy or too egotistical to tell them that you ain't trying to pay that. That you want to see what way you can get that waived or taken off. And if you're really behind, don't be afraid to answer that call. It's always, to me, I feel like it's always best to answer the bill collector's calls. True. Rather than just avoiding and looking at them you know i feel like it's always best to go ahead and answer the call tell them because nine times out of ten they might be trying to help you with something <laughs> tell them i'll pay you they might tell be like yo we're trying to we're trying to call you because we about to send this to collections tomorrow by the way when they tell you that they're not sending it yet they're just telling you that uh so you ain't gotta freak out I'm trying to scare you i mean if, if you're if you're before 30 days they're not trying to send you to collections. And if you're within 60 days, they're not trying to send you to collections. They just really want their money. They're trying to use a scare tactic. All right. But um, I say go pay it ASAP. But when you're within 30 days, man, they ain't going to send you to collections. You just tell them I got your money. I'm going to pay you a little something. You'll be all right. Yeah, man. So I had a second thing happen to me, too, while we on it. Um, and I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to make it quick. But... <coughs> I called my bank. So I'm banking with Chase, right? Mm -hmm. And for the last few months, every time that I try to log into my account online, I have to make a new password because it says that my accountant's locked. And I'm like, yo, why is my account? I don't understand this. I make a new password every single time for the last few months. Every time I logged in, I had to make a new password. And so I called him and asked him about it. And what they told me was, they were saying, yeah, did you try to log in from an Android uh, device, you know, yesterday? I'm like, man, I don't own any Android devices. Hell no. Nah. So somebody had my my uh, my login and they Android. were basically what the hell? just trying password. I ain't homeless. <laughs> 
they were trying passwords to try to see if they can get into my bank account and i don't know what they could possibly do well they could transfer money they could transfer from one account to the next but if they did that we'll see what account is going to and yeah we can track that but anyway you know what i had an epiphany dog okay there's a lot of people out there that's running around with their social media the the twitter handle the instagram handle and that's the same name, the same email address, all that to banking info, to all of their applications, to all of the clubs that they're in. The same email with the same username is to all that information. Listener, stop that. Stop that. Because if people are really trying to get at you, they're going to, I mean, why not take the thing that they, I mean, their, their Facebook account and their Twitter account. And their Vine and all that is the same username. All these different accounts. You're on Xbox. You're on Xbox Live. You're on PlayStation Network. All those usernames are the same. It's probably the same for your banking info. Don't do that. Hopefully your password situation has to be different. Like my bank password is way different than all the other passwords that just like nah, just man, the we're creatures of habit. Well, so, no, I can't. We I, I can't make my bank password just that. For example, I can't make that the same. But yeah, like my emails, they would be the same and that kind of thing. Yeah. So just be careful what you're linking these passwords to. Once I realized that, I was thinking like, that's that's insane. I should not have the same Twitter handle as I have for my for my banking information. So I went back and changed all that because that shit is idiotic. So I want to pass that thought on to listeners because I had an epiphany and it's real easy to want to say, man, it's just easy to remember my account and password. I might as well have them the same for everything. No, you shouldn't because that's what people are looking for. Yeah. So change it up, yo. <clears throat> and uh, just to go back to something for a second here on March 24th, 1986, out of Africa beat the color purple for best picture. What the hell is out of okay. Africa? And this out of Africa just swept the uh, swept the awards. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. Like they they won. They is it even a black movie calling out of Africa? I don't think so. And check this out. They won. This guy, the director, won best director over Steven freaking Spielberg. <laughs> oh, color purple dog. <laughs> This 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 movie out of Africa won best music. This is the same year that freaking again Color Purple was out, which was dang near a a, a musical, and Back to the Future came out that year. Back to the Future that soundtrack would have had heat on it, and it lost to freaking Out of Africa. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I feel you. I'm just saying. That's, that's definitely, we took an L on that one. So, yeah. Uh, Color Purple won jack shit that year. That's unfortunate. So, I feel like they need to go Whoopi back. Oprah went all I feel like they need to go back and, like, correct some of them awards, dog. Like, there's no reason. <laughs> there's no way they didn't win an Academy Award. Or maybe like have a longevity award or a classic award because maybe it didn't get it the first time around, but Color Purple is definitely a classic and the longevity is definitely strong. 
So it will win all day for it. It got nothing but nominations at the Oscars, dog. It did not win. Yeah, I'm not shocked. It's unfortunate, too. Amazing. All right, you got anything else? I'm going to wrap it. That's it, man. You said go ahead and wrap it? Yeah, I'm good. Check it out. You can be listening to anyone in the world right now, but you're listening to Jaron and myself, and we greatly appreciate you, and I mean that, man. Every listen that we get, I appreciate it. I'm just trying to get my views out, and I'm just trying to give you guys something thought-provoking to think about and give you an opportunity to form your opinion on something based on some information so when you do have it at your at your uh, water container, you know, your, your water fountain, the water cooler, whatever you want to call it, um, when you're having those those conversations, you already have your viewpoint. You're sitting around with your coworkers, your family. You got your viewpoint because we helped you get there. So go ahead and let us know what you think about it. Text us, write us, call us, IM us, wherever you see, tweet us. Hit us up, man. We are available. So that'll be that. Jaren and I have another Corporate Streets production. It's the PowerCast, and we're reading the book, The 48 Laws of Power. The book is by Robert Greene. The book is super dope. We're going over one law per week. We'll be on Law 45 this week, so get with us. It's only the 48 Laws of Power. We're almost done. It's only 48 of them, so we got 45, 46, 47, 48. We got four laws left, so probably a, go probably back a, and uh, a final, like, uh, like, finishing episode. Yeah, we'll definitely like do something like that. Episode. We'll do a finishing yeah. episode talk about our journey but we've got a lot of content out there we've got the other 44 laws that you can go and listen to plus the preface so go check those out all right you know it's 2017 man you need to invest in yourself i know mumble rap is cool it's a fad right now but why not better yourself with something thought-provoking and trying to help you learn how to better yourself and choose what to do in different situations why the constant attack on mumble rap what has mumble rap done to you I'm just saying, like, uh, I don't think I've ever learned anything from mumble rap. Um, you learned that. I'm not going to repeat that line, the Young Thug line. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll just leave it like that. I've never learned anything from mumble rap, so. Nothing against it. I'm just saying, you got an opportunity to better yourself with something that's cool. Or you can just listen to something that's cool and just be, you know, junk to your brain. That junk food. You want junk food or you want you want some whole food? That's all I'm saying. Right. We're the whole food. Mama rappers is junk food. You can email us at thecorporatestreets at gmail.com. That's streets with a Z. If you need help handling a situation, drop us a line. We are the advice connoisseurs, man. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at Corp Streets. And you know what you're listening to. This is the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people who don't mind using proper English. Don't mind finding positivity in everything. However, they refuse to use the euphemisms like white nationalists without throwing racists at the end of it. Peace. Dog, loving your race is one thing, but perpetuating segregation, that's a whole nother conversation. I ain't into it, bro. White nationalist racist. That's what I'm going to call it. That's what they are. Yeah. Clearly. We out. All right.